Okay, you know, we often discuss on this show things about how to be successful. And today we're going to actually talk about um, reasons why a business owner is not successful. So let's get started. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Okay, so today um, I'm going to give you some reasons why business owners aren't successful. And you're either going to take these and go, oh, I'm glad he said that because I started doing this. So I've, you know, I've got to watch it. Or you're going to take these and you're going to relate to someone that you know who's in business and, and you see this happening. So one way or another, um, you're going to relate to this and hopefully it's in a way that can help you pull out of this rut that you're in if you're in a rut. So number one is you've stopped having a growth mindset and anything that is alive and well is growing. If you're not successful as a business owner, it, it could be because you stopped thinking right. And that has everything to do with a growth mindset. Let me tell you why. When my kids were teenagers and they would say something and maybe they had an attitude or maybe they were thinking wrong about, you know, uh, going to uh, practice or doing a two a day practice or a three a day practice or an all day practice, whatever it was, it was something difficult. And they would say something negative and I would say, you're thinking wrong. Well, they hated that. I mean, they just hated when I said that because they really weren't old enough to grasp exactly what that meant. And I probably didn't explain it well enough, but they were thinking wrong. Now, years later, as, as they're in their 20s, um, they realize when they're thinking wrong. And, and I've heard them say, tell me before, I was thinking wrong about that, Dad. Um, so, you know, sometimes you just have to admit you're thinking wrong. I've thought wrong. I still think wrong at times. So here are a few things that we must do to have a growth mindset. And number one is set aside time to work on growth. If you're going to have a growth mindset, set aside some time for growth. So you've got to identify new opportunities. You've got to identify new um, thoughts and how to implement them and then how to thrive once you implement them. So you've got to set aside some time for growth. What does that look like? It looks different for every one of us. I'm a morning person, so if I need to set aside some time I'm probably going to be in my office about 5 a.m. Uh, because I know that things don't start happening around here till between 7 and 7.30ish. And I've, I've got a couple hours of my time. So that's me. But yours could be in the middle of the day. You could take off somewhere and go park and stare at a lake. Uh, you could go to a restaurant and just drink coffee and write and think. Um, it, and you could do it at night when the kids are in bed and, you know, you could just start it. It's different for everyone. So don't get stuck on, I don't have time for that. Well, we all have the same amount of time in a day. What we do with it is extremely important and how you manage it is extremely important. So set aside some time to work on your growth. Number two is stay up to date on your industry trends and developments. 
you got to know what's going on in your industry. You, you got to know what's happening. Are, are the efficiencies changing? Are the, is the refrigerant changing again for no reason? It are, you know, what's going on in your industry? But you got to stay up to date on that. Number three, you got to think about winning. So that's why I talk about, you know, thinking wrong, thinking right. You got to think about winning, not just how to compete, but how to win. It, because it's not just about competition. It's not telling a customer that, um, well, we have some, you know, we're part of some good competition out there. I would never consider saying that at all. Or I don't even say, we don't say rather, we have competitive pricing because we don't. <laughs> Our pricing's typically higher than most. And the only reason other companies won't increase their prices is because they don't know how. And I'm not saying they don't know how to raise their price. I'm saying they don't know how to explain an increased price. They don't know how to show value. We do. We, we don't have problems with our prices. We're continuing to grow with the higher price. So it just depends on what you want to do. You know, if you want to be the Walmart of your industry, then you go for it. If you can do it, you know, go. I'd prefer not to be. Uh, and then as Dion Sanders, which today's Saturday, by the way, Dion Sanders, uh, Colorado plays tonight. And uh, I'm excited to watch that game. I think it's at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but I'm excited to watch that game. Um, he's just a neat guy. I've, I've liked him as a player, and I like his confidence. It just oozes out of his mouth. It's just confidence. And, uh, and it's not cocky. It's confidence. And so he recently said, don't show up amongst the rest, but show up to be the best. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here. That's exactly how I think. If you're going to do anything, do it better than anyone else. Why do you want to be mediocre? Why do you want to just fit in? Why do you want to be competitive? Think about it, folks. It's a totally different way of thinking for some of you. But it's time to think different. You're thinking wrong. Simply working on your business is not enough. And I know, I know we're taught to work on your business, not in your business, but simply working on your business is, is no longer enough. You need to be focused. You need to be organized in your efforts. And this means seeing it. This means chasing it. And this means tackling it. Tackling it to me means making it happen. Go for it. You know, trying to do too many different things at once will only lead to confusion. So you got to stay focused. And it'll lead to frustration trying to do too many things at once. So it's important to focus on a few key areas of what you can be the best at. I have said this for years. Those of you watching who have att attended a Greg McAfee Business Boot Camp, you know, I've told you, do not leave here with a long list. Leave here with two or three things that you can take back to your business and implement 
and it won't drive your team nuts to try to change 50 things, and you'll be able to handle that and control it and manage it. So try not to focus on too many different things. You'll lose focus. There's a saying that says something like, if you chase two rabbits, you'll, you'll, you'll miss them both. So focus on one, focus on two, focus on three things in your business that you can fine tune and change and improve and become the best at. And then finally, just know there, there will be ups and downs, folks. There's going to be ups and downs in business. There is no magic wand. There is no superhuman person coach who can tell you how to grow your business and it automatically works and you don't have any problems and any challenges or anything, things like that. There will be ups and downs along the way, but as long as you keep moving forward, as long as you keep digging, as long as you keep moving forward, you will achieve success. But you can't give up. You can't get down too long. Realize there's going to be ups and downs. There's peaks and valleys. How you act on the the mountaintop, the peak, how you act up there will determine how you act in the valley. And, And that's proof. Okay, so we've got, you've stopped having a growth mindset. Number two is you've stopped wanting it. You've just plain out stopped wanting it. You don't want it anymore. You don't want it as bad anymore. Somewhere between now and between today and your startup day, you quit. I just posted this on uh, Iron Sharpens Iron Facebook page for small business owners. I just posted this last week, and I said many business owners have quit, but they just continue to show up and go through the motions. But mentally, they quit. Physically, they're still there. Their team really doesn't know why they're still there because they just don't do as much. They're not motivated. They're not energized. They're not helping the team any. So their team's wondering just why do they come in anyway? We're we're handling things. They're not growing anything, but they're managing things. So many business owners have quit. They just show up. And I, I almost said show up every day, but they don't. They quit showing up every day. Physically, they quit showing up every day. I'll talk a little bit more about that here in a minute, but Well, how do you know they stopped wanting it? Well, they're not growing. They quit growing. I I said earlier, if something's alive and well, it's growing. It's green. It's growing. If you are, if you are, if you are growing and you've checked out a long time ago, you're only growing one, one or 2% a year. It's very, very little. Definitely not keeping up with inflation today. And you've become, you know, as part of the stopped wanting it, you have become comfortable. You work a minimal amount of hours, and you think that since you own the place, you're entitled to that, that you don't need to work much. And 
working Saturday for you is unthinkable. You know, I just wrote something today in the Iron Sharpens Iron about working Saturdays, just how profitable it is and the benefits of working Saturday. And I said, unless my kids had a game or a competition of some sort, my whole life I've worked Saturdays. I, I was in here this morning at 6.45 and as soon as this is over, I, I'm finished for the day and it's 2.30 right now. And it's Saturday. I mean, how bad do you want it? Remember, they, they quit wanting it. I'm not going to use myself as an example because there's plenty of examples out there, but, but I still want it. I'm here on a Saturday. Do I have to be? Absolutely not. I choose to be. Working a Saturday for some is just unthinkable. And then there's, and then there's number three, you've stopped attending classes. You've stopped reading books. Somewhere between today and when you started, something happened. And I don't know if you just got too comfortable and you just thought you're, you've arrived. Some people think they've arrived and, and they haven't. They're far from arrival. Matter of fact, I don't know if I ever will arrive. What does arrive mean? What is that? Is that a certain number you reach or you know, a certain goal you reach or a certain age you reach or what, what does arrive mean? I, I never act like I have arrived in business, never. And if you're not growing, you're not successful. And I've always been, I always have been told and teach that if you're coasting, you're going downhill. If you're coasting in business, you're going downhill. You know, podcasts like this become too challenging for you because I, I make people think there's a lot better podcast than mine. There's a lot better people who run the podcast that are smarter than me and can speak better than me and they can challenge you better than me, but you don't listen to those. These people, they quit listening to those. They're too challenging. They don't want to be motivated. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to, they don't want to have to think different. They're comfortable thinking the way they are. They don't want to hear positive things anymore. They're, they're happy. I've bought my boat. I'm happy. I can go out on the lake now on the weekends. And then, and it's sometimes during the week. I'm happy. I've reached that destination. Okay, number three, they also, they just stop advertising. They stop advertising. That's why they're not a successful business owner. They stopped being a su successful business owner. They stopped advertising. You can't sustain besides grow without advertising because nobody knows you. Nobody knows about you. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows what you do. And if you can't reach your audience, you can't reach success. Advertising is very important. Word of mouth will only get you so far. It's extremely powerful and it's great and wonderful and you have to have it. But word of mouth will not get you into the multi 
multi millions of dollars worth of sales. You've got to have some good advertising and marketing and branding. When brands stop advertising for a year or more, they say that sales decline after one year of 16%. The sales decline 25% after two years. You've got to advertise. You've got to keep your name out there. You got to keep it happening. Now, what happens when when sales drop? Then your budget changes, and you start cutting out things like that are very important, like advertising. And then the rate of de- when you stop advertising, the rate of decline is fastest for the brands that already decline or were in declining anyway. And then. The brand size also matters. Small brands typically suffer greater declines than bigger brands. So if you're a small business with less than 10 people, you're going to decline a lot faster when you quit advertising. You attempt to only advertise, and and this, this is something that happens a lot. Even with good companies, not great, not, not, not huge, but good solid companies, they tend to only advertise during peak times. I have never, never figured that out. Never. It's very interesting to me. When do you need to advertise the most? Is it peak times or slow times? I'll let you figure that one out, okay? But peak times is not the only time to advertise. The best time to advertise is year-round. You might increase and decrease at times, but it's it's a steady flow of advertising. You don't know enough about it, so you're afraid to pay people to manage it for you, advertising. You're not on social media, and you don't understand social media, and you're at the bottom of the Google search, and you think your previous uh, customer base have enough word of mouth to keep you going, But uh, brand identity is the center of every business, and it represents how a business chooses to show itself to the public, and it must show itself to the public. If you quit showing yourself to the public, it will eventually fall off, and eventually you'll be out of business. Building an identity requires years of branding, years of branding. And when... um, other companies in my industry, they, uh, we, just so you know, we've been advertising solid advertising, not just every once in a while. Um, I mean, I started advertising as soon as I could afford to put something in our yellow page book back then. Um, and then it got, it started off a little red, red, bold line. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger until, um, and then, you know, when yellow pages were, history, then of course we moved into social media and the digital world and everything that goes along with that. But uh, we have always, always rather, um, advertised and we've been advertising extremely strong and heavy for the past 20 years. I've been in business 33 years. We've been advertising strong for 20 years. And 
we we today we know how to do it. I mean, we have a uh, we're still learning, but we know how to do it uh, for our business. We know how to advertise. Um, so a lot of companies, um, you know, they think that they can just advertise word of mouth and it, and it just won't get you very far. Um, and your brand identity is the center of your business. Building an identity requires years. So that's what I'm getting at. Companies go to other companies in my industry. They go to the media companies, the radio stations and the TV stations and all the other stations. And, 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 you know, a lot of them say, make me like McAfee. Well, you know, I tell some of my, our sales reps, when, when someone says that, ask them if they have 20 years. Do you, do you have 20 years to learn? And I can do my best to make you like McAfee because McAfee's got 20 years of overnight success in advertising. It's a 20-year overnight success in advertising. We've worked our way to number one in our market because of our strong advertising. But it took 20 years. You don't walk into a media company and say, make me look like, make me like someone unless you're willing to put in the time like that someone did. That always cracks me up when I hear that. And I, and I just heard it the other day, which what brought to my attention. I just heard it the other day. Someone went in to a radio station, said, I've not advertised much, but I want to be like McAfee. What do I need to do? I just wish they would have said, do you have 20 years? Okay. And then last here, you know, how to, how to, how to fail in business is to lack a vision. So lack of vision. Without vision, your business will be hard to direct. It'll be hard to strategize. It'll be hard to grow. Where there is no vision, there will be lack of direction. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. They die. Where there is no vision in business, there is lack of direction. There is little to no growth. There's indecision. There's costly delays. And there's death. They perish. Okay? A strong vision of where you want to be and attainable goals to help you get there are essential to success. So if you want to fail, have lack of vision. It, it won't take long. With, with, with no vision, you will perish. Okay? The focus should be on uh, quality, not quantity. Growing too fast. When you have a lack of vision, you don't have strategy, you don't have control, you don't have direction. So you could have a tendency to grow too fast. In other words, taking on jobs that you shouldn't take on. And I've said before, growing too fast without a plan will take you under faster than lack of capital. So when you have lack of vision, you could grow too fast, which will lead to loss of revenue and law and cuts and failure and a clear vision will help uh, keep you focused on what works 
allowing you to have the freedom to reject or trim or, you know what, I'll tell you what, that, that's a great word, freedom. Because when you're doing well in business and you're making a, a good profit and you're paying your people well and you're, 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 on, you're paying your bills on time and you're just making things happen for the community and all those types of things, you have the freedom to make decisions based on um, what you want to do and not what you have to do. In other words, if I want to, if I'm going up against someone right now on a job, if we're going up against a job, uh, another company today, and uh, for some reason they're trying to take the job away from us, and they're, let's just pretend their regular price on a system is, let's just say it's uh, 13000 um, And so we know about where they come in, and, and they come in on this one at eleven five. If I want to, I can sell this job for ten five and take that job from them, and not it will not affect my company at all. It will not affect me at all. Now I wouldn't want to do too many like that, but I can do quite a few if I want to. See, there's a difference between if I want to lower the price versus. I have, I'm thinking I have to lower the price to get a job to pay my bills, or I have to lower the price to get this sale. No, you don't. You might have to lower the price to pay some bills to think you can get a sale, but to just lower a price to get the sale, you're thinking wrong. Okay. A clear vision will keep you focused on what works, allowing you the freedom to reject or trim anything that doesn't contribute towards your business strategy. So if it's not in your business strategy, you don't have to do it. And that's freedom. Now, lack of vision can also take your eyes off your profit. And a few things happen here. You, you spend more than you make. When your eyes are off your profit, you spend more than you make and your debt increases. You also come in in the rears of paying your suppliers. So you get behind on paying your suppliers and eventually they cut you off. I've seen other companies in my area where they're on COD, a cash on delivery of picking up their equipment because they have no credit. That that would be rough. And and you are challenged to pay employees on time when you can't, and their checks are bouncing. You know, I've heard of those things too. I'm never blessed to never experience that, but I've heard of that before. And no matter how much is brought in in a day, it's never enough. And I experienced that before I started McAfee. I worked for another company and I was running service and I brought in a, a, a really good amount for that day. Uh, in that time period, and I brought in a really good amount, and I was really proud of myself, and I was really happy, and I couldn't wait to bring it in. And the office manager asked me how much did how much did you bring in today? That was the day before everybody could see on your software how much you were doing live, you know, per job. And and I and I told her the amount. I I think it was like twenty five hundred at the time. I think it was twenty five hundred, and and. And she goes, she just looked at me and she goes, oh, that's not enough. 
Well, it wasn't enough because she was paying bills and she needed more money to pay bills or maybe make payroll. I don't know. But it made me feel like crap. And she doesn't even realize it. She, I mean, she didn't even realize it at the time. So no matter how much is brought in in a day, it's not enough. And that's sad. And then eventually, from all this, you are history. You become one of the seven out of ten companies that go out of business within five years. Eight out of ten within ten years. So it doesn't take long for all this to add up. For, for all this to add up, where you stop having a growth mindset. You stopped wanting it. You stopped advertising. And you stopped um, having a vision. Everybody has a vision when they first start. They just, they just want to succeed. They want to make it work. But when you stop, you stop these things. It, 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 it doesn't end well, folks. It doesn't end well. And everything we've talked about today, what not to do, if you do the opposite, it, not a guarantee by any means, but you will grow and you will be strong. You will be a healthy company. Companies just like a person. It ages like a person and it can be strong and healthy like a person. I like a good, strong, healthy company. It, it helps me sleep good at night, which I talk about often here. So, hope this helps. Uh, if you're watching um, on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening. I'll do my best to keep challenging you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Be sure to tune in next week. I do have some exciting things coming up. I've got some, uh, you know, I don't interview many people. Travis, my son, has been uh, by far the most that have ever been on my show uh, because it's it's a solo podcast and I try to do my best to challenge you. But I've had the opportunity to interview a few people and uh, it's going to be good. You're going you to you're gonna get a lot from this. It's some of the... Um, best people in the industry and have run successful companies that I've mentioned in here a few times before. Uh, I'll let you know who they are here soon. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, God bless and uh, carry on and have a great day.